0: I just saw you at Reggie's three goddamn hours ago. I don't understand. What is there to fucking understand? What I don't understand is the lax fucking attitude
1: when people are fucking dead.
0: Look, Tori, we know you didn't murder anyone, but we're having a hard time believing what you're saying.
1: I'm having a hard time fucking believing it. Okay, but I saw it.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Christmas episode. Today's a special treat. Well, <laughs> sort of. Fuck. Fuck. What the fuck was I thinking on these ones? (laughs) Uh, So we've got uh, 1980s Christmas Evil. You might know it as You Better Watch Out. And then we have the new release of uh, Christmas, (laughs) Bloody Christmas, about the killer Santa that Trevor uh, really admires because he's a big Doctor (laughs) Who fan because he says this is a blatant ripoff of Mm. Doctor Who. Well... Not the Terminator, but it's Doctor Who is where he's going with this one. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna do a back-to-back one. We're not gonna do two podcasts. This can be one long podcast, and we're gonna take the uh, we're gonna take our time with it. We're gonna be really dissect these two films as much as the production crew and the director and the screenwriters did for these films. The you know what should have done. So
1: we'll be done in about twenty minutes. <laughs>
0: Oh God! I can't wait till Christmas is over. <laughs> bah humbug! Oh my, fuck me! Welcome to <laughs> <Mrs>. Fr- <laughs>
1: We're here to tear you up.
0: Ah, uh, where do we go? Listen, we like to do these horror ones because we 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 talk. You know, a kids a Christmas movie. We'll talk a adult Christmas movie, and but we always like to pepper in the horror you know, uh, Christmas movies. Because we talked about it recently with Christmas with the Cranks, where you... It's become more formula. We understand that it's going to have a message at the end of the film, but there's so many of them being churned out now, you don't get them in the movies anymore, so they're not special films anymore. You can get them on fucking Lifetime, Hallmark, wherever, you know, mid-afternoon, you know, so the housewives can check it out, or whatever. And... The ones that are actually still churning out is the horror ones. The horror ones are a little different. Right now, you got a big hit going on in the cinema. Can't wait to see it. Violent Night supposed to be pretty fun with David Harbor. And this one we're going to be talking about well, in a second here, uh, Bloody uh, Christmas, Bloody Christmas. And they seem to be quite popular, even over the ones you know the ones that come out a dime a dozen. And uh, I don't know why that is, but I'll take it, don't keep me wrong. Uh, but if done right. So that leads us to Christmas Evil,
1: <laughs> The granddaddy of um, killer Santa films. Well, maybe not the granddaddy, but an older one anyway.
0: Yeah, this came out in 1980. Uh, when we do these podcasts, we like kind of... Kind of research it a bit and give you some fun facts. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've got shit. <laughs> um, I've got a couple of big actors that came out of this film. And that's it. This was directed by Lewis Jackson. You guys mm-hmm. done anything else? <laughs> uh, the stars. Uh, I, I did. Was it Brandon? Yes. Jeffrey Dumont, who's actually been a, is actually quite yes, a good actor,
1: has had a good career, yeah.
0: and Stephen King mainly. Really? <laughs> uh, but he's worked on we you know him from the live, uh, walk, uh, the walking dead. Um, obviously, very famous for working with Frank Darabont with I believe the Majestic and Green Mile. He was
1: also in the X Files, the first X Files film. Fight uh, of course, the he was. Of course, he was.
0: <laughs> Thank you, of course. Uh, um, he plays the brother. He so there's Philip and Harry. These are the two main characters. Harry's kind of a loose cannon, and Philip is kind of well. He's kind of a loose cannon himself. Um, and then the wife, Jackie. Do you see? Do you see Patricia Richardson yes. in this? Mm-hmm. She beats the shit yeah. out of her
1: kid, and she's the mom and home improvement. <laughs> It's fucking awesome. And there was also a wee guy in this. um, He's a character actor. He pops up in loads of things. I first seen him as a kid in The Equalizer. He was Robert McCall's mate in The Equalizer. He's also in Hannibal. He's been in Requiem for a Dream. He seems to be in basically almost every New York set TV series or film. I forget his name. That's the best about it. Yeah, you're talking about the... uh... The guy who's kind of running the
0: children's campaign, yes, and they're having a party, and he gets into argue with them. Yeah, he always plays some kind of like a posh doctor yeah. or
1: something, or a shrink. Well, I've seen him play sort of um, more, sort of like you know, sort of on the streets, the main streets of New York type roles, you know, and the likes of The Equalizer and stuff. But yeah, he's just one of the character actors that pops up everywhere.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, he's got a couple of them in here. You got to catch them, but there's quite a quite a few careers were taken off. Uh... With this film, but we mentioned it quite a few times that horror films do are the, you know, the foundation mm. for an actor's career
1: yep. at directors at times you as know. well.
0: Yeah, exactly. So there you go. We get some plus out of this movie. Now let's talk about it here. So it's 1947 Christmas <laughs> Eve, and we got some. I, I swear to God, the narrator's drunk. Yeah, yeah, I
1: yeah. thing.
0: It's Christmas. He's on the boat, Wang. Yeah, forty-seven. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, so, so this is... The opening doesn't make any sense. The, the father's playing, obviously, Santa Claus, and the kid goes down to sneak down, and the, the mom and dad are having a good time, and he's going down yeah. on the mother. By the way, it doesn't even look like he's even hitting the spot. It, 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 it's
1: it's the, poorly Yeah, executed. it's the weirdest basically going down. Sheet. He's basically licking her thigh. <laughs>
0: yeah i I know in a Santa suit
1: yeah it
0: i I guess I would be disturbed if I saw this this is this is I don't know but he gets tr- he goes up to his room and what is Philip is it Philip or I get confused is that Phil, supposed to be Philip up there in the bedroom with him yes that's his
1: brother yeah but he says Billy hmm good point um Do you yeah. know that? um that that I just assumed until you said this that it was his brother.
0: It is his brother, because he his brother brings it up in the in the you know near the conclusion of the film.
1: Does he say so Billy or Philly?
0: Oh, maybe he says mm. Philly. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> so he just tells him Santa's not yes. real, and this is the boiling point for things yep. to come. It starts off with
1: him cutting himself with a broken snow globe. Yeah, that made a lot of sense with like fucking red sauce's blood. So,
0: he sees his mom and dad having yum-yum time, mm-hmm. sort of. Philly, I gotta be saying it, says Santa's not real. He drops the snow globe, cuts himself, and now we're in 1980. <laughs> so, that's, that's mm-hmm. the opening. Okay. Now, the director did say that he was going for a Frankenstein feel. I started laughing. I was like, fuck It goes at the end? But, but when I watched this film... He's not yeah. wrong, because yes, the end you've got the mob mentality, mm-hmm. but it's the people that made them. Yeah, this. they're the real monsters. They're the creator. Mm-hmm. Instead of just the villagers, oh, we gotta get the bad guy or the monster. They're the ones who created mm-hmm. this monster by, you no, know, being naughty. Yeah. Well, this is <laughs> it. Yeah,
1: that's that's the mentality of this. That's the movie. Yeah, and he's basically still a kid even as an adult. You know what I mean? Now, there's obviously um, once we. We'll, go straight away to 1980 there's obviously some quite sort of weird scenes where he's span on children and stuff and it sort of suggests is he a pervert a pedophile but he's not in my p- I don't think he is I no, never no. got that yeah but yeah when he when he's peeping when he's
0: peeping on uh the orphans or yes. whatever they are and he sees Sally mm-hmm. I think her name is and then he got the, the brats and all and you see the, and he, so he's got a Johnny <laughs> That's in <his> right. book. <laughs> And he's trying. To, he's writing down who's been naughty and who's been nice.
1: And wasn't there uh, some like one of the boys or something was like um, reading porn mags or something? So he's on the naughty list. Penthouse. <laughs> yeah, he picks his that's nose. That's right. <laughs> it's metal. <laughs>
0: so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but the first one is give me somebody's bad like Frank. Frank Stoller. He's the one who makes yes. it work for him. Uh, the workplace bully. And yes, and each day. He is Thanksgiving now, and so he cancels on his brother to go over the Thanksgiving. He, his brother's a little concerned. Why aren't you coming over for Thanksgiving? Well, you don't you don't see him then until Christmas. Where are you between Thanksgiving <laughs> and Christmas? Why don't you go see your brother to make sure he's okay? Yeah. You fuck. Uh, but anyways, he's not a bad character.
1: He's not a bad guy. Well, I I basically got right. um. Although obviously not done anywhere near as well, I basically got Travis Bickle from Taxi Driver vibes from it. You know, um, although obviously not, as I say, not as well realized, but you know, obviously it's set in New York and stuff. It's basically Taxi Driver, but in a Santa suit at Christmas.
0: I can't, I can't believe you're mentioning Taxi no, no, Driver. No, no, in no, the don't, same don't get me wrong; it this.
1: is a very poor imitation of it, but there is a definite vibe there.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. It does have that, and. Still, fucking hell. So, he goes to his brothers. Is this why he cancels Thanksgiving? Because he goes to his brothers and sees him making out with his wife?
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, the the suggestion, I think, is possibly that uh, he has this weird phobia of basically adults people having sex after catching... He's still a child in his mind, I think. And um, whenever he's seeing his brother and his brother's wife, you know, making out, it sort of it's like brings him back to seeing his dad as Santa licking his mum's thigh. <laughs> it's fucking to just... and it's weird. Oh, this film and there's certain weirdnesses to it that I do like. <laughs> we'll talk about it. So
0: there, me. Fuck me! That's you, man. This has got David Lynch <laughs> all over it. So, he he's oh this right He starts walking the yep. houses, and he goes to this is where we see Patricia Richardson, and he goes to Mark's house, um, and he covers himself in mud, and then he puts his face and hands to the wall of the house, leaving a mark.
1: Yeah. He I do got that? the impression that at some estate where all the houses looked the same, and he was just like marking the house, you know, for future reference. Although he could have just remembered the street name and the the, the you know the door number, but I, it's oh, weird. He, he could have just put an X, <laughs> in the maybe, door? Maybe it's a window It'd rather into than his derangement. Um, I sort of thought as well. Maybe he was like with the mud over the face. It was like some form of camouflage, to so he wouldn't be seen. But yeah.
0: No, that's... So he what he's doing, the first act of this film this is pretty much him, naughty and nice. We kind of meet some of the characters he's going to give gifts mm-hmm. to, and we already know some of the characters who've been naughty, like Mark, like the brother, and the stoler mm-hmm. guy. Uh, so that's where the first act is. The second act is him getting the van ready and to go Christmas mm-hmm. shop. Christmas. Shop. There's a scene where he takes a bunch of bags and he fills them with mm-hmm. dirt. Is that what he's given the naughty people?
1: Yeah, that's what I assumed. Um, it's basically you know the way well here anyway in the UK it's if, if you're sort of well when I was growing up they said if you were a bad boy you got cinders um, in your stocking. Uh, I don't know if that was a US thing. Um, so I'm assuming this is the US form of cinders. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, fuck knows what what was what is really going on here uh, because it's it, it is quite weird and strange and surreal.
0: But it's like, because in the States, it's, you get a lump of coal. Yeah, we'll send there a lump of coal, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, because he goes back to Mark's house, because we see the base <laughs> logo. So that, that that's right. That must be how he mm-hmm. marks the house. And then he, he leaves a bag. I think it's a bag of mm-hmm. dirt. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking hell, I don't know what the fuck we're watching. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is just... I, I'm blaming The best part comes
1: at the end, but we will get there, trust me.
0: Oh, fuck me. Uh, what, we got 15 minutes? Okay, we're doing pretty <laughs> good. Uh, <laughs> he, so he's, yeah, so he's going, he's breaking into people. Okay, so he's going into people's yes. homes. All right, so we, we saw the one scene with Mark. So he must, that must have been his one instance. So he must have marked all these houses. We just didn't have to go through it all, thank <laughs> God. Because he's going into people's houses and he's, He's giving them the toys from the toy shop he works at. And he's chucking the ones they bought, which are probably better (laughs) toys. That's right. And then he, when he goes in and he gives, you don't know what house he's in, but he's in Frank Stoller's house. And he, the the kids are out, but they're pretending to sleep. They saw Mm -hmm. Santa, but it's really him. And he walks into Frank's bedroom with his wife and begins to suffocate him with the toys. Mm Mm-hmm. With his wife right in the yep. same bed, but never woke up. Then he cuts his throat with the with the uh the, the star of mm-hmm. right, the, the Christmas yep. ornament. And chucks him on top of uh <laughs> the wife. And the wife just in panic. But before us well, he's already sort of bumped uh,
1: those people off, you know, on the steps. Oh, I don't care.
0: We're we're going on sink in this one, <laughs> on Yeah, what with the eye? Okay, so he goes he goes to the yes. church and there's his bosses mm-hmm. in the church. But they were just at a Christmas party, but okay, whatever works. <laughs> um,
1: and these people come down the stairs. He doesn't know them yeah. at all. Why is he killed so, them? Uh, it's, it's just because he's deranged and seeing. It's never um, fully... I mean, he doesn't have... From what we gather, what, um, what, what we watched, he has no reason to have a grudge against this people. He has, obviously, a grudge against Frank, you know, the work colleague who was bullying him. Uh, so... Yeah, Frank, his boss, the guy you were talking about, the,
0: the actor guy that yeah. we all know, um, he was going to donate to the kids, but he couldn't give exact mm-hmm. numbers. Um, and they were in yes. the church, so I get why you'd go after them. Yeah. So his M.O. is yes. fucked by killing these people. Yes, it, it's just a bit random. All right, so they weren't in another scene that I missed. N-
1: not that I knew of. <laughs> oh,
0: fuck. Maybe there's a director's I, cut, I don't know. Oh, we'll God, no, no, other camp. <laughs> Uh, there can't be more of this. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm getting fucking lost. Um, Yeah, so, so he goes to his brother. His brother's having a kind of a breakdown because he's not really hearing from his brother, which, again, I don't know why he doesn't go to his house or go to his or place of business. Yeah, I go, hey, what's up? <laughs> and the brother strangles him to yeah. death, but he thinks he's dead. Drags his body to the van... The wife, his wife, is quite calm. By yep. the way, this whole time, oh, you just strangled his brother. Strangling? Down. That's cool. That's fine. That's how we all work here around this neighborhood. <laughs> Chucks him in the car, and then he wakes up, and this really horrible punch, which knocks out the brother, which wouldn't hmm. have. And this is where the townsfolk yeah. all come after him. Uh remember the scene where he's, yeah, he, he's he's trying to run, or he's trying to run away. And he runs into these kids, and they say, oh, Santa. <laughs> sure. And then the parents show up. It is the most less intense scene With ever. the knife? With the weaker guard? We, yeah, with the <laughs> knife. And the, the husband goes, get away from that Santa. He's yeah. a killer. No, Daddy. Give me the knife. Give me the, give me the <laughs> knife. And she ends up giving the knife to Santa, which ends up being the, the worst fight scene I've ever seen in film yeah. history. And he fucks off. And then, then it just multiplies into a big chase. Yeah, well, this is the Frankenstein, the end of the Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. And then his car flies off the bridge because he's panicking. He, he loses That's control. Right. And boom, he should die. But what we get is not that. <laughs> he flies away <laughs> into a fucking... It's, He has the magic of Christmas? His van
1: becomes a sleigh, and he magically flies away in the sky. Can I just say, uh, I fucking love that ending. It is just so crazy, and off the wall, and bananas. I have to say, unexpected, but from a more serious point of view, I can sort of see what they were attempting, although it's batshit crazy. It was like, basically, the van really went into the river, and he died, but in his mind, he... um, it was like a, a sort of bittersweet ending for him where he became Santa, and he flew away in the van. So it's kind
0: of like our movie, The Descent, yeah. where she's she actually does get it at mm-hmm. the end, but but she's in a dream state where she's with her daughter on her yes. birthday. So that's what she's getting out of it. But we see the perfect worst way. It.
1: Perfect um way of comparing it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Please, Neil Marshall. I apologize for comparing the descent to this film. That was not my oh, it is my intent. But you know, I think you know what oh, I'm yeah, saying here. Yeah,
1: but basically, yeah, um, uh, it is complete. It's probably the most I I I, I love the ending. I have to say because it's just so off the wall. I was I a the fiddle after. It was just like, what did I just watch there? This is insane. scene. So let me let, let me get
0: this straight. So here's the plot. He's a young kid, 1947. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dad comes down, brings gifts. He's with the mom. The kids, the kids are having a good time. They chuck, they chuck the fuck upstairs to go to bed. He goes sneaks down and he sees the mom and dad having yum yeah. yum time. and his brother says Santa doesn't exist. Boom, that yes. triggers him. Years later, he works at a toy factory. He's been promoted. He's the <laughs> boss. He has a naughty or nice list. He keeps of the orphan children and other neighbors and people who've treated mm-hmm. him poorly. He then decides. This is his trigger. He's gonna go out in Christmas. He's going to naughty or nice the people on his list. So he either fucking kills them or he gives them, you know, yep. gifts. And at the end, the town folks are after him, and he chucks off over the bridge. He dies, but in
1: his own world, he becomes a yes, he becomes Satan. That's that's the film Christmas <laughs> Evil. He basically. Uh- Yeah, because I mean all along, due to his great trauma of finding out that um, Santa wasn't real, it was his dad, and his dad likes to get down on his mom. Which is pretty mild, like, you know what I mean? To to traumatize him so much and turn him into a killer. Um, He basically was, the whole naughty nice list, he basically thought he was Santa, wanted to be Santa. He wanted to recreate the Santa that he thought was real as a child until it was spoiled by his family. Uh, our next film. <laughs> uh, can I say as well? I, it's actually? I, I like a lot of the madness. Oh my god! It. But you know, my biggest issue oh um, my was god. with it. I, it it wasn't tense enough. It could have been. It would have been so much better if it had a there had to be more tension. I just didn't. I just the te- there was no tension for me. Uh, I just found it a bit meandering and a bit sort of like. Um, yeah, it was just like there was. I didn't really care much. I didn't feel much sympathy for the character. Um, it, it It had. There's some potential there of making this surrealist madness. It also was. Well, this is the thing as well. I felt that it didn't really know what it wanted to be, whether to be Taxi Driver at Christmas or some surrealist horror film. Um, so it certainly has its sort of. <laughs> its flaws, to say the least. But I, I felt that. There was potential there? You see, the problem is you can say that about any
0: film. Yeah. You can say that a film has potential. But it has flaws, yeah, I suppose. Any film. Any film you see, you can say that. This film had nothing. Mm. I mean, this is bad. The best thing we got out of it was it was Jeffrey Dubon. You know, that, that was the best thing we got out of this. And Patricia Richardson, who, who plays a mom on TV, beating the shit out of her kid. I, That's did, awesome. I did
1: like the sort of... <laughs> Whenever it does go full on left field, with uh, you know, because the, there's a bit, even at the very start in 1947, there's a part when Santa comes down the chimney, it's a bit magical or something. He like he, it's it, like he just he like appears in a puff of smoke or something or something. that's it's it's like it's done quite sur- you know, surrealistically.
0: Uh, I think you're re- I think you're way re- reading beyond what they mm. shot. <laughs> um, you know, it's a better story than this. It's fucking Silent Night, yes. Deadly Night. Um, as silly as that film is, it had, if you if you peel the layers, it's got a pretty, it's about post magic stress yes. syndrome. And, and it has a so lot of charm this to it, Silent Night, Deadly Night, for all the madness. This, this could have went that yeah. direction. Obviously this came out before, so, uh, yeah, this is, this is complete, complete and utter mm-hmm. shit. Well. This has, no, this has nothing of value. There's no, the no, no rewatchability. If I hear the words "cult classic" in your mouth, Trevor, (laughs) I swear to God, I'm going to beat you with this. I can
1: understand why some people would see it as a cult classic, but I don't personally. I don't personally. Uh, But I did love that ending. It's because uh, just for the sheer insanity of it. It's
0: guys. It's a piece of shit. (laughs) All right, just don't. There's so many better films. Watch
1: Silent Night Deadly Night. Uh,
0: yeah, watch Saturday Night, watch Black Christmas, Jesus, the the, the grandfather of these Christmas films. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, wow, I just I can't believe you're giving this a pass. I'm not giving it a pass. You're saying it's your favorite <laughs> film of all time. You literally just I, said that I it's want, the greatest I movie wanted, ever made. It's a Christmas miracle. I wanted to
1: like it more than I did. Let's just say, um, I th- yeah, I, I think. It could have been a lot bit, so much better than it was. Uh, yes, and I think the reasons for me, anyway, were the lack of tension, and it's a bit of a mess uh, uh, in tone. Um, I, I didn't feel any sympathy for the main guy, about um, in the Santa suit. It was a bit all over the place. Yeah, I, I wouldn't watch it again. See,
0: that's the problem. You should have felt sorry for this guy. I know that. Um, and you don't. Um, I actually felt more sorry for the brother, was trying to deal with mm-hmm. his, you know, he seemed like he had more pain of what he caused. You could relate caused, to him more. But yeah, you can, you know, he understands that he said that comment to his brother and he feels bad about it. He mentions it before he strangles yes. him. Yeah. Uh, uh. yeah. He's such a fucking brilliant <laughs> brother.
1: Not only did he uh, make him um, turn into this sort of killer Santa monster um, whatever the were kids by telling them that Santa wasn't real, uh, but he also then decided just to sort of round it off by tr- uh, attempting to strangle his brother to death. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went on and got a, a, a job as a prison warder in the Green Mile <laughs> oh
0: my god this is just <laughs> shit yeah this guy never worked this guy never worked again yeah uh, neither, neither the lead actor um, but yeah, yeah I'm very unenthusiastic talking about this one I usually have some good jokes but I, I'm just heartbroken this is, this is just so depressing that they still make that this movie it is quite I a hate. depressing film actually um the watch oh my god see now you're just now you're, you're giving it more kudos
1: no that's not kudos that's not a it, it actually it is No, not am not, not it's not a compliment i mean it's like it's, oh, it's just uh, um, it, it's not an enjoyable watch like say silent night deadly night is do you know what i mean you
0: know in watching this film i watched it fucking twice <laughs> so watching this fucking thing I'm more traumatized than what Harry should be. <laughs> I mean fuck that, man. This is just whatever. I don't I don't know. Well, the year's now 2022. Yes. And we talked about Christmas, bloody Christmas. I saw this trailer not even like a month or so ago and I told Trevor we have to do it. Killer Robot Santa. What could go wrong? Everything. Hey, you know what? Yes and no. I've watched this film twice because I am I like to give movies a second reviewing. You never know what you might miss. I
1: actually agree with that. That's a fair point.
0: And so you, I watched it blindly the first time and the second time is where I take yes. my notes. So I work it. And I usually do it. So what let's talk about it. Let's talk about Joe Bigos. He has done okay. He does smaller budget films. He did one called VFW, which was kind of fun. With Stephen Lang, William Sadler, Fred Williamson, George Went. You know, it was about vets taking care of their VFW as people try to mm-hmm. break into it. it was, yeah, it's not bad. And then Bliss, which was okay. Uh, he's competent, so we know that's going on for him. But what makes a horror film work? And this is so important. We talk about bad acting. We're going to get it. We're going to get it in slasher films. Lately, it's a lot, lot better. Okay? And even the acting in this one, I'm going to still give it a little bit of a pass. I'm, I'm going with it. But the one thing slasher or horror films will always get right, and, I, and I'll stick by this comment, most of the characters in it, especially the final girl, you're rooting for, and you will like yes. them. I
1: hated these two fucking characters with all my. Being. I completely agree with you. They were two of the most probably t- the two, probably the most obnoxiously characters I've ever seen in a film. They were fucking horrible. I hated them. Tori and Robbie. The best death is Robbie's because he's out
0: yeah, of the picture. Yeah, exactly.
1: I don't even give a fuck uh, what way he he died. I just wanted him rid of him. Let's. Tr- so the plot in this one,
0: do you see the opening where they did these the Adver- fake Christmas yep. commercials? They try to do those satirical commercials like they did in RoboCop. Yeah, yep. didn't work, by the way. Stupid. Mm-hmm. So what is the point? You've got this. It's called the Robot Santa Plus, mm-hmm. Plus. and it's available in one toy store.
1: What? Can you buy this no, thing part or of not? Was, no, know no. There was more. My understanding was that there there were. There was more of them. Why would the military make um, Robot Santas anyway? What, what's the point in that? I know I know they were talking about something to do with the arms program, but if they were... Co- no, no,
0: I think they were military grade, and they decided to scrap some kind of a right. project, and they dressed them up as Santa. But who would buy yeah. this?
1: Yeah. And I was under the impression there's only one of them. No, I, th- I think there was more than one. Uh, I think. Yeah, I'm almost certain that that's referenced later on, or, 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 or a couple of times. What... What
0: malfunctions it then? It's just a normal malfunction. Is this what's going on now? It's all over it, the nation. I don't know.
1: Um, it's not. It's not explained. Um, there, there's no. It doesn't say why it malfunctions or, or the reason why it, you know becomes like a, a killer Santa. Um, uh, there's no explanation. There's no like military guys trying to cover it up or anything. Um, it, it's just no. It's just stupid and it's dumb and it's dumb right. All right. Okay. So we, we were introduced to in and Robbie.
0: Oh my God! For forty five minutes, these people wouldn't shut the fuck up. Them. Uh, and I I have never hated about Are you gonna eat me out. Oh, this come you try to sleep with me for like thirty five minutes, uh, it, and then anytime there's a killing, they keep cutting to these fucking assholes. Yeah. And and then when they're done talking at the record store for a fucking hour mm-hmm. and a half, they go to the fucking bar and do the exact it same thing. It was
1: like the director who also wrote it. Um, it's basically age lord nonsense. As it's known, one, um, where he was tra- it, This felt to me like it was written by a fucking sixteen-year-old boy who was trying to be edgy and impress his mates. I mean, the amount of fucks and swearing in it was just. I mean, I'm far from a prude, but yeah, this four hundred ninety-two. was ridiculous, and these um, it was like you know we're badass, we're edgy. It was like he was trying to be Rob Zombie or Eli Roth or Quentin Tarantino. Uh, and I don't rate Rob Zombie or Eli Roth, by the way. Um, I suppose Rob Zombie has done a couple of good films. Uh, but um, I don't really rate Eli Roth. I was trying to be with a bit of Tarantino, even maybe, you know, Kevin Smith or whatever. Um, and it just comes across as juvenile. And it's like something like a, a, a six, 16, 17 year old boy would write. It was ridic- they were, ridiculous.
0: They were trying to do a high fidelity. Yeah. Uh, meets Terminator, yes. um, or Empire Records meets Terminator. It's yeah. Oh my God, I was gonna, I was gonna turn it off. I'm not finishing this. But the second act pulls it together mm, a bit. Wow. We're we'll jump into it. Now they leave the record store. Thank mm-hmm. Christ, thirty minutes of them. It's a fucking weirdest talking. fucking
1: record store as well because like it sells video, like VHS. But I, I see when I started watching it. Hear Oh, this is set in the eighties, right? Uh, and then there's all this like all this stuff about Lemmy and stuff. And hear me, it's obviously set in the eighties. And then next thing they're talking about Tinder and they whip out their mobile phones. And I, I what? What's going on here? No, no, I kind of like her store
0: because she has see, it's retro mm-hmm. store. So that's why she has. AHS. Know, yeah, no, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I like the store. I think the store is all right. The setup's fine, but they go to their buddies Jay and Lana's. They they own the toy store with the killer robots. Yeah,
1: robot more is. more obnoxious characters. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. And they go there for like 10 mm-hmm. seconds. Then they leave. And then the robot Santa, I don't know what happened, just comes alive. Yes.
1: No explanation.
0: Now, here's the problem with the robot Santa. A, he's not consistently a robot. He moves quite like a human. Mm-hmm. B, he's not even they're not even trying to show his face like he's yep. a robot. It's literally a man yeah, in that suit. It's
1: so obvious. And there's no real effort to make it look like a robot.
0: Yes. And then the POVs, I felt like I was watching the Blair Mm -hmm. Witch again. And this is the film's massive downfall. We'll get back to the fucking assholes, Tori Mm -hmm. and Robbie uh, at the bar. Yes, We're just going to concentrate on these guys getting killed. Which, you can hardly see. For some reason, this asshole, this director, and this director of photography, for some reason has this entire film it's almost like you're shot through a Christmas mm-hmm. light
1: the greens and the reds so
0: there'll be yes so when when Jay gets it with uh, the axe supposedly cut through his whole body it's in a red hue you can't mm-hmm. see anything it's in a mm-hmm. haze so it, you're, you're told it's like you're being told the story through a,
1: a, a series of Christmas yes. lights it's like he, well it was tra- it's like and, this guy was trying to be artsy as well yes know, again, and he fails again
0: why does he do that? He trying to be artsy, it.
1: and it just he doesn't pull it off. this guy, I just I hate films like this. Um, I hate most, you know. It's just he's like trying to be, you know. I'm sort of edgy, and what? our characters take drugs, and we're so badass, and it's just it's it's immature, you know. I oh, I couldn't, I couldn't, I was like, what the?
0: I couldn't, I it almost. Should have a warning for anyone who has epilepsy. Yes.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> I I was like, what the? I can't see. What mm-hmm. is this? Mm-hmm. How? I, I... also, it, so, it would really have cost them that much to hire more extras, because there's like only like about six people in this entire town. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. So
0: after they get killed, we're still in the fucking bar of the assholes. Dear. Um. We meet the sheriff, played by Jeff mm-hmm. Daniels, uh, Sheriff Monroe. We all talked about Jeff Daniel Phillips mm-hmm. just recently. He played Herman Munster right. in yep. the Munsters. Um, he was actually all right there. He was bad. You know yeah. Uh, well, he was the only one fucking having any dialogue we understood.
1: <laughs> he was better than Sherry Moon Zombie, anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, kidding.
0: So we're, we're still back in the bar. Like four, another five. Let's get out of the bar at this point. All right. Um, so we got our first kill. What about nineteen? Yeah, something like it? that. I think it is. They decide they're leaving and they go to yes. her house. And her sister staying with her. What's I'm still shocked. The sister never woke up with that fucking music yeah, uh, going.
1: Yeah, and uh, they were banging, taking drugs, and all that there. I mean, yeah. What what's going on here? Like so by the way the sex scene for all the so called the apparent edginess it was the stupidest sex scene where they keep their clothes on <laughs> it was almost <laughs> as bad as Christmas evil where he's licking her thigh <laughs> <laughs> and she's like Mm, ah, And it's trying to make her out to be this sort of badass chick, you know, and all this here. <laughs> like it's really going to oh yeah, she's such a badass chick, you know, and she say something about you know that she earns more and she fucks better than old man and stuff and it's just it just comes across so stupid. Um
0: Yeah, I so I forced, when they're having when they're having yum yum time, of course we gotta cut cut he's going down on her, so we gotta fucking see that and at the same time cut to a scene we actually mm-hmm. want to see, the man, the owner, the, the neighbor getting <laughs> it. And, but we have to keep going back and forth. So but by this fucking idiot doing that, thinking he's being yeah. clever, um, you're just taking us out of yes. the film. Well, we, we, this movie is made for people who like slasher films. So why are you cutting away...
1: ...from people getting slaughtered... ...so we can watch these fucking idiots... Well, fuck. they're not even fucking... ...he's basically containing her... ...with her underwear on... <laughs> ...and he's still wearing his jeans... ...so it's not even like... ...you know... ...there's any of that... ...anyway... ...it's just stupid...
0: ...Jesus... <laughs> ...I mean... ...when they go back... ...before they hit Yum Yum mm-hmm. time... ...there's 35 minutes yeah, into it's this... ...yeah
1: dra- ...I think essentially... It's this could have maybe you know sort of I use that word sort of um, lately. This maybe could have worked as a short film for of about twenty minutes. It feels like an extended short minutes. uh, Sorry, an extended short film with a load of completely unnecessary attempts at edgy dialogue. You know the so when they're making out
0: whatever they're doing and the neighbor gets it. You know the axe in the back. And he crushes his face in, with the on the steps. Mm-hmm. That would have been a cool death, but I was fucking blinded by the fucking the red yeah. neon light. Yeah, and then he goes ballsy. He kills a kid, yeah. and he cut away from that mm-hmm. one. The kid's killed, but this time Tori sees the kill. Yes, from you know we this is his rear window mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Not comparing my window, trust me. <laughs> That's a masterpiece. This is a masterpiece. Of uh, shit. By the
1: way, see the scene with so, the kid? I thought that that was um, um, an attempt at sort of um, trying to one up Silent Night Deadly Night. You know, the, the scene in Silent Night Deadly Night with the the Wii guard, where it doesn't oh, yeah. kill her. But um, trust me, Silent Night Deadly Night is um, a universe better than this crap.
0: So they try to build tension. When they're hiding, they get the the sister <laughs> and brother up, right? And Robbie's hiding, and they're, they're and the, you just hear the footsteps. You know the clunk, yeah. clunk, 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 and they're trying to be quiet and stuff. And he throws the dead body of the kid through the window, Santa, mm-hmm. and he busts through, and and he ends up killing the sister and the brother. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. so horribly, Who gives yep. a shit. More and awful
1: characters. Now,
0: the movie still has flaws, okay? Mm -hmm. We're about 50 minutes... No, I won't say I don't know where where we're at. I'm lost at this point. But they're getting to the car. They're running. This is where the movie turns to a little more competency. The second act of the film, I enjoy. It's better than the first half. Yes. Now... We're going to talk about the second half in more detail. It's kind of where I rushed the first half a bit because the second half is really fun. Sadly, I think the first half's destroyed it at this point. But like I mentioned with Christmas Evil, I watched the film twice, mm-hmm. and the second time, okay, so there's something here. So I like the chaos of it. I love the fact that they're trying to drive away. The snow is blinding them. They're panicking. They're going to hit everything that moves, and they do, and they get stuck. Mm -hmm. The neighbor gets his ass kicked because they hit the neighbor's car, and the neighbor's, you know, the body count starts Mm -hmm. rising. And it's a decent body count. You're not blinded by everything at this point. You're outside in the snow, which is done well, a little thick, (laughs) to be honest with you. But everyone's getting, you know, and what I did like about it, the cops are all showing up. It's not, usually with horror films, the cops show up. At the very end, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So they got that going for him. I like the chaos. I love Robbie's death mm-hmm. when he when he chucks him through the I'm car window. i just glad window. to see him dead. <laughs> yeah, I agreed. But it, but it was a visual death. And you could see mm-hmm. it. Now, maybe that was deliberate because the director knew we'd want him dead.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm just glad to see uh, the back of him.
0: <laughs> Uh, the cop shows up and he's got the shotgun. And he's blowing away the Santa, and obviously there's Cassie screaming at him, "We gotta go! We gotta go! We gotta go!" And he doesn't realize at this point that she knows what mm-hmm. this is. Um, try to explain to him this is not human,
1: and so forth. He thinks forth. he's done the murders.
0: He, well, I don't think he does it at first, yeah. but he sort of suspects uh, and Not she the knows black. Not more. the black. We're talking about the black cop. The black cop. We're talking yes. about first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, And he gets his head blown off as Santa grabs Mm -hmm. the gun and, you know, does his thing. It's a nice chaos scene. And she takes the car and she runs into, you know, the police as they surround her with cars and the ambulance. And they now think she would be guilty because there's blood all Mm -hmm. over her and stuff. and, And rightfully so. And... I do like that. I like the chaos. Again, we're fucking in the snow. All these blue lights are flashing in my face from the cop cars, and it just shoves you in your face. Again, ruining a potentially really neat, neat scene as the sheriff takes her in. And it's a nice moment of calm because that last five, ten minutes, you had me. You got me outside that fucking house. They're, they're done talking. Robbie is gone, thank <laughs> Christ. And it's just her now. She's pretty good on her own, as the final girl.
1: Well, she's no Shauna I McDonald had... in The Descent.
0: Uh she's no Shauna McDonald. She's no. Of course, not, nobody ever will be. But considering what we got in the first act, she's turned up her a game. She 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 brought a slightly better game in the second act because she does show fear. Because you got to realize the first act she was an annoying. I'm a badass. I do what I want. Blah I... blah. But when when he throw the shit at her, she's yeah, fucking. I actually
1: thought her acting and um, it was actually pretty decent. It's probably definitely at very least possible. The problem was, like you say, in the first half, the utter shit that she had to fucking say from the script. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair enough.
0: I, I think I might be blinded by more annoyed more annoying dialogue, and then you kind of blend that Mm -hmm. with the acting. So, the bad script misleads you to think she's a bad actress. But, I don't know. But she's... She's she's sellable in the second act when the chaos hits. Now, I do like the dialogue in the uh, precinct because right now all the cops are heading toward the crime scene. It's a small town. I buy it. I'm fine with that. And it's just... Herman Monster, <laughs> Um, Herself And the cop Who can't stand her Who thinks she's guilty mm-hmm. um, But there's a nice scene When they're in, the, they're in there And they're talking Like uh, Trying to remain calm Trying to calm the situation I liked it I thought it was working And then he goes What's that? And you hear the ambulance mm-hmm. coming And it's coming down to, In front of the precinct And crashes into One of the couple of Cop cars And it explodes I like it Building tension A little bit and then obviously the two cops go out, and
1: they get yeah. their comeuppance. You know the when well, cop um, station scene reminded me of, you know, when they're sort of basically accusing her and stuff, and, you know, it reminded me of Jason Lives. <laughs> oh, God, I got a much better film, and I don't think they are thinking of
0: Jason mm. Lives. I think they are thinking of The Hitcher. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, there's vibes that I haven't seen The Hitcher in quite a few years now, uh, but yes, I remember uh, there we'll is rest. Yeah. We'll definitely be getting... We'll,
0: we'll we'll definitely yeah, get to so. you know, Hitcher someday
1: or Rucker Hauer stuff but
0: yeah I had to think it had more of a Hitcher feel because I think at this point now the the first part of the film played as like I said a high fidelity uh, Kevin Smith was a perfect name drop you put mm-hmm. in there Kevin Smith kind of rom-com clerks type thing little, yeah and the second act plays more like a you know Oh shit! Here's the fan, Lyndall Hamilton.
1: Yes, it's the Terminator. It's basically a complete into. rip of the Terminator. Yeah, but
0: I'm not gonna say rip. I mean, yeah, I mean you can say that, like I said about any film. I mean,
1: but yeah, I mean you can hear the music even. of course, the director himself he'll he sort of say it's oh it's homage, but there's a fine line between homage and no,
0: no. I mean, you can't say movies are ripping up everything's been said and done. So people are going to copy and paste mm-hmm. each other. If it's done well, I'm okay with it. This is we're still in the gray <laughs> area, but I, but I'm I'm back into it. Mm-hmm. So I like the scene where he the robot's inside the precinct now, and she's hiding underneath the yes. desk. And there's a nice shot where he's throwing these desks up, especially one where he takes an axe and he hits the desk and he just whips the desk up with the axe. It kind of showed the it actually, power. actually
1: uh, also that scene actually also reminded me of Jurassic Park. Um, you know the scene where the two kids are hiding under the desk?
0: Well, I mean yeah, but with the, the Velociraptors? Okay, been, yeah, but this has been done yeah. you're you're picking it. you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, this happened in H two O in the lunchroom. So I can you know it's can not can a new thing exciting yeah. films. Yeah, it's um but I thought it was done well. I like the fact it showed his power. And she's trying to slowly, um, arm, you know, uh, arm, arm uh, load the shotgun without making
1: any noise. Mm-hmm.
0: It works. I thought it was a pretty good little scene. Too bad the fucking asshole couldn't give this in the beginning.
1: Yeah. it it, it um, is. I, I, I agree. Yeah, like it is because the first half is so bad. It put me in bad form, and I hated the film and the characters um, because you know throughout the first half, and it sort of then ruins. The second half for me because of that and then I, I was just in sort of bad form pissed off with it so it was just like picking holes and I saying ah oh, this is like Terminator rip off this is bullshit I can't wait till it's over type thing so yeah I think if 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 the first half had been much stronger it would have supported the second half so much more which isn't which is a lot better let's just say
0: yeah Um, I like the fact she's got common sense mm-hmm. so she can't shoot him in time or whatever happens he disarms disarms her she uses her taser yes makes sense so just to know him a bit and she takes the she takes the ambulance I think it's a nice little scene where he jumps in the back of the ambulance and obviously Mm -hmm. she's gonna the cliche put the seatbelt on get him to the front and then hit the brakes or crash into something which is what she does and then blows Mm -hmm. him up which is you know obviously yeah Terminator that kind of stuff well, any robot. No. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, then he comes. Now this is where we get. It's no longer an actor. It's 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 a robot yes. man. What
1: was the point of? The, I know the laser eyes look cool, but they don't exactly. do anything. They're not lasers. They do anything up or or do you? Any, you know what I mean. It's just at this point, it's just it's just there for the sake of it. It's just like they're throwing everything but the kitchen sink in. You know.
0: I I do I do like he won't mm. die. Uh, she shoves him with the broadsword. He's still alive. Ooh, yep. yep. Um, she puts the sprinkler on. He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, and then I just like want her at the end. Yeah. That, and I like the fact that she cuts his fingers off. She cut no. He he cuts yes. her fingers off, and also uh, ooh compound fracture in mm-hmm. the ankle. Oh, that's what whatever it was. Um, but he's still alive <laughs> until finally, you know. She'll so execute him, I think, or something. Some, uh, so, um, yeah. I was... Yeah. After about ten I false got... deaths, yeah. Uh, I got I got yeah. lost uh when he finally died. Uh but the second act of this film is far, 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 far competent and superior than this than the first act. Yeah. I mean that I mean that's it. And I like to buy my horror films I always will if I enjoy them. I won't buy this cuz you've already put me out of it. It's pointless. I can't get back in I you, I can't get back into it when you when you've given me that horrible first 45 yeah. 50 minutes of these two unlikable pricks.
1: It, it's pointless. I, pointless nonsense.
0: I wanted I wanted a way um so unfortunately I could appreciate the second act. And I think most people as a horror fan will like it because the second act the last thing in your mind, and you'll go with it. I get that. That's cool. But that, I, I, it's unforgivable <laughs> how that first act, how it is, it's unforgivable his directing choices to go with those neon flashes yeah. and lights and these obnoxious fucking He characters. was trying to
1: be so, like, sort of, you know, artsy with the color palette, you know, representing Christmas with the green and the red. But, you know, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? It's just not working, man, you know? Yeah,
0: and it's unfortunate. I was all excited for Robot Santa. Yeah. But then I thought about it. Trevor did say that they stole this from yeah, Doctor indeed, Who. Indeed, yes. And you know what? You know what? I'm going to say that's why it's so bad. <laughs> You're right, Trevor. Doctor I apologize. Who, the Christmas Invasion they stole, a million they times stole better They stole this from Doctor Who. Garbage? <laughs> no, I heard it's almost pure image. So... Congratulations, Trevor. You called me (laughs) out. You're right. This is a Doctor Who episode. uh,
1: Doctor Who's a million times
0: better than us. Well, it's too bad. You know, I wanted Robot Santa to be a success for me. I was all excited. But sadly, we won't get that. Uh, We're going to come back here real soon here. We're going to end Christmas month with Alistair Sims' 1954, I believe, Christmas Carol. Or is it Scrooge? It's called Scrooge. It's I called The
1: Christmas Carol, I think. Oh, it's called The Christmas yeah. Carol? I think it's Scrooge. It, mm, uh, yeah, I mean, m- <laughs> <maybe at> sometimes <laughs> these fun. films have different titles depending on the, you know what country, but yeah. Well, it's, it's black and yeah. white, right? That's the one we're watching. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're really up to our... We always like to end with a, with a, a traditional mm-hmm. Christmas classic. Um, and after these last couple of Christmas, The Cranks and... Christmas evil, and I blame Trevor.
1: For all these. <laughs> Not a chance of it. Kieran um, picked all of these films, and so, I picked Christmas Carol. God,
0: uh, shame shame on you, Trevor, <laughs> for picking these. Our listening audience is so disappointed. <laughs> uh, but like I said, we're going to be taking a little breather after uh, we wrap up Christmas month. Uh, but rest assured, we will be back. In our Instagram, on our Facebook, our Instagram is Citizen Frame underscore Podcast, and of course on Facebook, Citizen Frame. Now, during this month off, we will be, you know, putting up trailers and movies that's coming out. I kind of been doing that. The new Scream trailer came out. Very excited yeah. for it. And I'll tell you what, right now, guys, I put it on our site and I'll promote the hell out of it. The new Indiana Jones looks fucking amazing. Uh, the de aging looks incredible. Um, and the great thing is the director, James Mongold, who's a brilliant, brilliant director. All I have to say is Copland. And he also did Logan. And he did Logan, exactly. So he says, believe it or not, there's very minimal CGI in this. A lot of it's practical. A lot of it's they They're going back to what works. And what I saw in the trailer, guys, and I saw Salah. Yes. He's back. I can't wait. So I'm keeping an open, man. We're going to have a... F- yep. Um, So we're going to be doing Indiana Jones uh, Retrospective Mission Impossible retrospective We keep talking We're going to do some like Hammer Horror I think we need to get back into Mm -hmm. that More of the old classic horror Maybe Universal Monsters Um, Just start doing a lot more retrospective Because you guys seem to really appreciate And enjoy those So we might be tackling them I think it's time we tackle Tarantino Uh, We just got a lot of good stuff uh coming out there that and maybe hit you know we'll see but uh guys um i say it last couple weeks uh, our downloads have been we're up 146 percent. the hell i have no idea but keep in mind when i say those numbers our numbers aren't in the millions or the thousands it's i mean we're going up you know 20 here and 30 there and 40 there but as we build this little uh Little empire of ours, um, it's steadily climbing. It's not, it's not leaving anytime soon, and we do appreciate it. And we do figure it out that it's about longevity with these podcasts. Yeah. People seem to appreciate if you stick around and you keep, you know, putting a hundred, hundred percent into it, and you keep rebuilding it and you keep tweaking new things. People will stay on and stay with you because these podcasts can be dime a dozen. So it's nice to to have something that's been around for a while like ourselves. And, we really,
1: uh, and that's not just us giving our age away either. <laughs> uh, we really yeah. appreciate your support, guys. Thank you.
0: Exactly. Um, these I keep saying, spin-off magazine of Phantasm Gloria is yes. out. Uh-huh. Yes.
1: Yes, um, the um, Fantasy Tales special. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I mean, it's... Well, basically, there, there's two sort of now series of Phantasmagoria. There's the, um, the regular series and the um, special edition series. So, yes, it's the new special edition series um, is out fa- our homage to the classic um, 1970s, 1980s publication fantasy tales. Um, some big names attached, some massive names attached. And it's available throughout the world from Amazon and also Forbidden Planet International, Belfast. There you are. Um, all right, we're going to wrap this one up. And
0: uh, we'll chat soon. And uh, there you go. Have a good one.